Greetings, and welcome to the In the Fies Tower Hot Take episode featuring Shailen Allen, Lady of Titan, your good host, and as usual, we've cut out the middleman and brought in the evil host, Joshua Depp. Straight from the wastelands. Oh yeah! Don't don't tell Sean, like, I told Sean I kicked you into the warp, but the reality is I kind of just let you linger off so you could enjoy the Bahamas a little longer. Yep. Unfortunately, I missed the Bahamas, made a wrong turn at Albuquerque, and wound up in Vegas. Well, at least you didn't wind up in Albuquerque. I'm told that's not the best place. <laughs> right. Not a great place. It's horrible. If anyone listening is from Albuquerque, it's still horrible. Sorry. Yeah, no, my housemate just moved out from there. She was happy to leave. Yeah. I'm told it's very beautiful sky, though. It is. Beautiful scenery. But, no, in Vegas this weekend, they actually had the uh, Wasteland GT. It is the Gentleman's GT, as it is being called now, because it is quite the dapper affair. Mm-hmm. Um, put on by the guys at War Room Games and Hammerhead Hobbies. The Hammerhead to the guys out of Sacramento that do a lot of the, the templates and tokens that a lot of people are kind of growing to know. And War Room Games, really, really awesome game shop run by a man by the name of Ray, out of Las Vegas. Uh, great guy, great shop. It's actually a really, really cool shop. Mm-hmm. Very community-oriented. They do a lot of work for the community down there, so I, I can't kind of commend them enough for that. Yeah, um, I hear that, like, uh, Reese and Frankie, like, went to this tournament as they're enjoying a tournament tournament rather than just yes. running one for once. Yes, Reese, Frankie, Jeff actually uh, also participated. Uh, I, I guess they and Ray kind of go a little bit, they go back. Excellent. And uh, it's kind of a way for them to show that support to the community and them to be able to relax and go to a fun event in Vegas that they don't have to run. So mm-hmm. it was actually really cool to see Reese, Frankie, and Jeff, and uh, James Carmona was also there. A good a good section of the Team Zero Comp was uh, in attendance, and that was really cool to see. Nice. I recall you mentioning on one of the official episodes that you had been running a Venture Booth. How'd that work out for you? Yes, it actually worked out really well. I'll be honest. I mean, the the overall population of the tournament, like as far as the Congress, they had a couple smaller events. They had some Age of Sigmar, Bolt Action, War Machine going on. Uh-huh. I'd have to say it was probably grand total, maybe 120 people. Okay. Um, so it wasn't massively big. So when we're running a, uh, our booth, you know, I mean, our primary sale was gravity dice because we didn't want to fly with a lot of our like terrain inventory and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So, and unfortunately gravity dice is kind of a high end product. It is not a entry level product. I mean, not a lot of people want to spend $80 on six dice. It's not a cheap thing. So normally we expect whenever we go to an event, we'll, uh, with our booth, we're looking at 10% of the people will stop and look. Mm-hmm. Of that 10%, 10% of that 10% will actually buy something. Yeah. Realistically, 1%. So out of our 120 people, one and a half people should have bought something, right? Yeah. Well, we did better. We did better than that. We actually got probably about a half dozen, a dozen sales. Excellent. We actually got a couple uh, uh, wholesale accounts set up. We're actually going to be stocking a couple of stores locally and in Southern California with Gravity Dice now. So I'd say it was a success uh, overall for the, for the business. Could have been better, but it definitely could have been a lot worse. So business-wise, vendor-wise, it was actually really good. Excellent. Good to hear. I, I understand there's a lot of patience and sitting around and waiting involving that. Oh, God, it's so boring. <laughs> Watching other people play Warhammer sucks. I don't know how UTOs do it. <laughs> I discovered what I've taken to doing is photographing the event in some way or uh, having or inviting people over to the booth if they have downtime just to basically be like, hey, can I interview for In the Finest Hour so I can put these clips together and make a montage? That's a brilliant idea. I should consider that in the future and actually be more of a social person rather than sitting there hiding. (laughs) 
A, it brings more traffic into the booth, and B, uh, it encourages it makes us connect with our listeners and gives our listeners a better product. Yeah, I like that. I actually had a few people actually come up and say they were fans of the podcast this weekend. It would have been great to actually be able to interview them. That's great. That's nah, a good idea. I'm going to have to do that in the future. like it. <laughs> Shailen is full of good ideas even when she's exhausted. True story. True story. So we are doing this after the event is over, mostly because I was exhausted yesterday and was not up for calling people. Nah, uh, you're good. It actually ran a little late yesterday. They had some uh, technical issues at the beginning of the day, so kind of uh, it spilled over and ran a little late. I was wiped out yesterday, last night too, so it's it's good, perfect timing. We both we both passed out in the good sensible way. True story. Who won and how glorious was it? Um, they were so originally originally they were only going to do five rounds, but they had advertised it on their website as a six round event, and because they advertised it that way, there were people that traveled to this expecting it to be a six round event, so they decided to maintain uh, that's fair that's completely fair oh wow richard kilton won with orcs nice totally did not realize he ended up taking that sixth round i was for sure that he was gonna that he had lost that i am wow that is amazing because <laughs> it was it was him versus jeff at the last round and and jeff was running as uh running the kind of quintessential Plague Bearer backed by Thousand Sun Psychers Army. And or I think it was, sorry, that's probably an oversimplification because I know he had the Triple Lord Discordance in there. So obviously there were some variants in it that I'm not accounting for. So that was the base, uh, the, the base uh, pieces you're talking about there. It had all of those basic pieces. Yes. Yes. It had the Plague Bearers with the character support. It had some Thousand Sun Psychers in there. And I think the rest of the list was the Triple Lord Discordance, which. He was doing exceptionally well. Um, he was really doing really well for the for himself in the tournament. He was that list is amazingly brutal. puts a lot of pressure on. But uh, the orc army, the fact that this orc army won, that's mind blowingly awesome. Yes. The terrain. I want to I want to mention the terrain right out the gate. Uh, they worked their tails off the last four months building up the terrain for the rest of the event because obviously last year they only had about twenty eight people or so thirty something people at the GT. Mm-hmm. And so for them to kind of go from that, and I mean doubling to 80-something this year. Uh, they, they put a lot of terrain tables together, painted, built, and the tables were gorgeous. Everything was fully done. They were All all the tables were somewhat themed, themed yet still competitive. It was really well done. Excellent. So I got to give some props to the to the terrain that they pumped out for this event. Prize support was provided by the War Room and Hammerhead Games, and they put out some very, very, very good prize support for the event. Um, but the part that I definitely want to comment on that really – surprised me it, it it was amazing is there was a gentleman locally that was a gamer he's a fairly uh, uh large person in the community here as far as he was a strong person in the community in las vegas mm-hmm. he was on a training exercise uh in the military this past monday and he passed away uh there was a training accident and he ended up passing away this past monday oh. and it was very sudden obviously i mean it wasn't like anyone was expecting it no and because of his role in this community the TOs uh, for the weekend, they set aside a raffle, and they did a raffle to raise money for his uh, children and his widow. Mm-hmm. And they raised tw- over $2,500 this weekend. And no mind you remember, I said there's only like 120 people there. So that's a lot of money people poured out to help this man's widow and his children through this hard time. So uh, massive props to Ray and Tony for doing that. I, I think that's phenomenal because, again, they were running their business at this event. They had their vendor booth at this event, and that's $2,500 that probably would have gone to their business 
in sales had they not done this. And they didn't even blink at giving this up to support that, that guy's family. So massive props for the event. I mean, it was called the Gentleman's GT for a reason, and they definitely behaved as such. So I got to give mad, mad props there. Excellent. That's really awesome to hear. Since you were at the event scurrying around in your own little way, is there anything uh, you would recommend, like kind of forewarnings for people who wish to attend this event in the future? Yes. Uh, the biggest one is there's there's definitely a small casual level. I mean, at most events, you always have that small casual uh, segment of the of the group. This one, because of the amount of larger names that showed up to this event, I mean, you had Reese Robbins, Frankie, Jeff Robinson, uh, James Carmona, Alicio or uh, Aurelio, uh, Daniel Olivares, Andrew Ford. I'm, I'm missing another like half dozen. I mean, there's some really big Don Houston was there. There's some big names in the ITC that were at this event. So if you're on the more casual side and you're showing up to this event, be prepared for that level of competitive play. Because I mean, if there's only 80 people at the tournament and 20 of them are top end ITC players, Odds are you're going to be playing one or two of them throughout the event. And obviously, if they're playing that level of comp- competition, you need to be ready and prepared for that. Don't come into this expecting it to be more of a casual event and more you know, laid back and chill. Because some people at this event, they're going to play much more competitive. You're going to be playing, playing very competitive lists. And if you're not mentally prepared to walk into that, you're going to leave with a really bad feeling. It's going to be a bad, bad situation. You don't want that. So that's my biggest mm-hmm. takeaway from the recommendation for people. If you're going to go into this, be prepared for the level of competition that you're going to face at this event. All right. But it sounds like it's a fantastic event. Um, Beautifully done. It's called the Gentleman's GT for a reason. Very dapper. Excellent. Most, uh, I'd say, easily 60 to 70% of those in attendance were wearing quite the snazzy suits and ties. Um, and uh, it was very, very well done. And everyone behaved themselves at it as it is titled. I was very impressed to see that, even with the amount of drinking that went on. Because it is in Vegas. It is. Uh, I, I will admit that they were posting out the gentlemen and ladies they have added. Yes, and ladies. And there were ladies in attendance. One that was questionable, not quite sure. One that was very much a lady. All right, fair enough. I think there was a gentleman. I think there was a gentleman that lost a bet, and uh, he was there in full blue nightgown or night a uh, uh, night uh, evening gown. Thank you. Yeah, evening. Full blue evening gown and blonde wig. <laughs> I do know there's a group that comes to LBO every year in drag. I don't. I might be one of those gentlemen. It might be. You know, it is Vegas, so maybe. Um, but yes, it was. It was very well done. Uh, amazing atmosphere. Uh, great energy. Awesome event. And I know they're just planning on getting bigger next year. Excellent. That's really awesome to hear. Sounds like it was a blast. Was. Uh, I wish you luck on the road home. Thank you. And I'm going to go hit my bed, and you're probably going to go hit your bed. You do that. You should you should lay on it, too. Hitting it doesn't always do the, jo- the, do the job. You should lay on it, too. I, I'm talking about full body flop and then out. That sounds like a perfect plan. I'm going to second that motion. And uh, we will we will catch you guys next Thursday at a normal, normal viewing time. Yes, and uh, since this will air a little bit after the episode does this week, just because of my work schedule and my editing... But a happy belated Father's Day to all fathers out there. Amen. Same here. Good night. Good night.